Sunday, November 22nd, 2020, 10.13 in the morning. Uh, title of this, if it's uh, determined to be used uh, as my next podcast episode, will be determined after I listen to it. A bit of an interesting recording this could be simply because there is a twinge of energy here of me sort of forcing myself to capture this recording right now. I am at present in this exact moment sitting with my various levels and layers of emotions. And if I'm being completely transparent, I am not all that comfortable with this exact moment. And of course, at any given moment, the choice always exists to be completely comfortable, to be completely at peace, to be completely happy. That choice is there every minute of every day, really for everybody. But clearly, that's an easier choice to make for certain humans in certain situations than others in other situations. But for my character of Allison right now at this moment, there's a pretty short list of reasons of why I would feel anything but happiness, contentment, fulfillment, and peace right now. It's not It really, given what my exact situation is right now in this exact moment, I have nothing but positive things for which to be feeling. But (laughs) the habit that, uh, the habit of not being at peace, the habit of being imbalanced, the habit of being focused more on whatever it is I'm trying to achieve that hasn't yet been achieved rather than appreciating what I've achieved thus far or in any given moment, those habits are extremely challenging to break. I've had the conscious awareness Now, for a decade, over a decade, I've had the conscious awareness of all of these old habits that did serve me at some point in my past, but that have revealed themselves now for, in some cases, over a decade where I've seen and acknowledged and been able to say, boy, that is a habit. It served me well, but it is no longer serving me. And as such, I must release this habit. And or seen in another way or phrased in another way, I must replace that habit with a new habit that is serving me much better in my present moment. And there is still... I cannot express, there are no words for me to express the depths of the challenge 
that just this aspect of the journey has been for the past 10 years. Breaking, consciously breaking old habits that no longer serve and consciously working to replace those habits with new ones that I know will serve. Because they've served me incredibly well in just the few instances or short spurts of time where I've been able to make them even a little bit of a pattern or habit. So because I've seen with just a little bit of habitual behavior around some of these new things, these new practices, unbelievable how much better and to what degree the magnitude of how much they have already shown themselves to be able to serve me. Why it is so hard for me to make these the new habits, the new patterns, when I know how well they will serve me is baffling to me. Baffling to me. And my over-analytical self can't seem to just like drop it without understanding it. You know, it's like, why are you fighting this, Allison? Why are you being such a huge obstacle to yourself when you can very clearly see exactly how you're doing and what you're doing to yourself and how relatively little you have to do and switch up in your life to start feeling, experiencing, and manifesting way more of what you desire than not. What, what, you know, what's the issue here? And yet again, I find myself in that same rut. And so I'm forcing myself to record today to attempt to share for the first time on the podcast. Now, if you go to my YouTube channel, I've shared this journey in this way, or at least attempted to many, many times, which is to say, to be Brutally honest, transparent, authentic, genuine, and raw in, in a given moment about like try to bring words to all the layers of what I'm experiencing in that moment. I've done this many times on my YouTube channel, but I've not opened myself up or the character of Allison up. I haven't opened her up via the podcast in this way yet. And I think that is what I'm being called to do today. And it's nerve-wracking. But, as I always say, I'm first and foremost always speaking to myself. And I know to what degree right now I'm in this interesting predicament. And it's so strange because I wouldn't label it any longer as... When I, when I feel this way, it's not bad. It's just, it's not what I would label quote unquote bad. It's just uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. And it's working to be more and more comfortable with being uncomfortable, which would then by extension seem to mean that I'm working to eliminate 
what I know in my world right now as the definition of and what the word uncomfortable is. It's like I'm working to eliminate that altogether by learning how to make it all comfortable, even when you're uncomfortable. And I just, you know, part of it is it's the dichotomy right now of my, when I'm at the farm and when I'm not at the farm, it's, it's, it's pretty extreme in terms of what the work I have to do when I hone in at the farm versus or as compared to the work of my soul, the work that I'm focused on or I'm working to be focused on more when I'm at home, when I'm away from the farm, there's still a really large gap without trying to explain that. Suffice to say, there's a large gap in those two expressions of Allison, if you will. And that is really tripping me up because, you know, Thursday right now is the only full day off that I have. And I, I didn't get into the farm yesterday on Saturday. And I know that it's, it's because I feel like I'm, I'm jumping to this huge extreme when I have a day off and I don't have any obligations, which right now is only one day a week. I sort of have this short lived time where I can just sort of let myself like really let go. And what I'm finding is I'm only beginning to begin to flirt with that energy when I then have to get back into the mode and go to the farm. And this Friday I had to cover for somebody at the register and without going into further explanation of why that is so draining for me, the mask wearing public versus my personal choice to not wear a mask, um, and honoring everything that feels true to me, you know, by do by making that choice in our outside market, uh, it is extremely draining for me to make that choice and um, stand tall in that choice when I know so many others, when I'm literally face to face with so many others for whom that choice holds not so positive feelings. And as an energy sensitive person, Dealing all day and absorbing all day, that sort of exchange absolutely exhausts the hell out of me. And I slept something like 11 hours on Friday night into yesterday and just couldn't bring myself to go to the farm yesterday. Today, I don't have that option. I have to go in in just a few hours. And I'm struggling. I'm struggling because it is going to take an enormous push again this week for me to push myself through the obligations at the farm that are inflexible, which is from approximately 2 or 3 p.m. on Sunday till about 10 a.m. on Tuesdays. That time span is inflexible and it's a big responsibility that I have with the online market and the delivery and pickup service that the farm now offers. And I'm the only person that handles that right now. And I, um, so it's inflexible. It's set. I have to push myself through that each week. And I'm, I wish it would feel less and less like work. But at present, it is still very much feeling like something I don't particularly want to do that I feel like I have to do. And so I'm trying to talk my way through that. I'm trying to 
rise above the specifics of what is, you know, quote unquote, causing me or what I'm linking to my feelings, uh, those feelings, I'm linking those feelings to those circumstances in my life. And I'm trying to rise above the specifics and tap into the energies. And then I'm trying to consciously hear, just mix the energy up in a different way. Hence again, why I'm forcing myself to make this recording right now. Because I am, I'm trying to put together the pieces in a different way because the way that I've been putting them together has been resulting in quite a bit of discomfort, has been resulting in feelings that I know can be turned around and experienced differently if I choose to see the picture differently. If I choose to focus on different aspects of the picture, a different combination of all the pieces of the picture, step away from a different angle, rearrange the picture, and I know I will feel something different. May not be quote unquote better. It still may be uncomfortable, but I know that I've experienced now for too many Sundays in a row this particular uncomfortable feeling where it's like I am dreading 2 p.m. so badly that I am inefficient and unwisely using all my time in this like strange procrastinating way where it's, I'm just trying to shake things up. So with that said, um, I really had the inspiration to record yesterday and I immediately numbed it and I immediately numbed the inspiration. I was afraid of it. I don't know why. Rather than do this yesterday when I really felt pulled as opposed to me pushing myself to do it today. And my hypothesis is that the transmission that comes through when I'm being pulled to bring a message versus pushing myself to bring a message. My hypothesis is the energy that comes through is very different, noticeably different. But I can't do anything about that now. I felt pulled. I felt it instantly. And rather than answer that poll and record yesterday, I immediately went to the Amish store that has super cheap discounted food, most of it not healthy. It's a dangerous place for me to go to when I'm trying to numb myself. And that's where I went yesterday. Instead of recording, I got myself, um, and, and for me, when I'm following inspiration, it's a higher energy. When I allow myself to be pulled by that higher energy to go higher, by virtue of doing that, I am surrendering to something that is truly unknown to me. And one of the ways that I'm trying to understand what's going through, what I'm going through for myself so that I can break this sabotage, this self-sabotage and allow myself because it feels good to go higher when I surrender like that. It really does. But clearly, I have fear of that for some reason. And so then I try to ground myself to this third dimension and keep myself literally and metaphorically weighted down. And one of the biggest ways I have done that 
especially in the past 10 years, is with overeating and stuffing myself with food. Oftentimes when I get in this unhealthy habit of numbing myself and keeping myself weighted down, it's with unhealthy food and I'm not even hungry. I'm, I'm literally weighting myself down out of fear of what it is to let myself go higher. <laughs> My cat, you can hear him in the background. He started this extremely vocalized meowing, pretty much aligned to when the virus hit, to be honest with you. And he, he doesn't seem to be in pain, but boy, oh boy, he does that multiple times throughout the day. He does it multiple times at night, which keeps me from rarely having a solid night's sleep. Um, so sorry to digress there, but... Um, in any case, I, um, I'm, I'm, I have been doing this numbing with the food for the past month in a way that I have not done in quite a long time. We're talking years, not just weeks or months. And that to me is a really, really big sign of, okay, you're in one of your worst old habits, one that you really thought you had broken free from in terms of ever again returning to it to this degree. And gently, I'm just trying to be with it and be gentle with myself, but also say, okay, well, gentle with gentle with Allison here. What's going on here? Why have you, do you think, gone back to such a habit that you know distracts you and takes you away from this quote-unquote positive place you desire to be in and the positive energies with which you desire to be creating and playing and living with. And, um, yeah, it's intense for me. It's intense because now it's got some momentum and breaking that momentum is, whew, Oh, I know I have to break this momentum and I have to keep saying, I have to stop saying, well, tomorrow I'll be a little bit more strict with myself and not be so gentle where I allow myself to keep doing this. And, um, in any case, it's, it's a new thing for me to just try to be with the feelings Try not to judge the feelings, but try to be very honest with, hey, this, come on, this is not, this not helping you. This is definitely distracting you. This is definitely taking you back to thoughts and patterns and beliefs about yourself that you know are, are, are untrue, that are not serving. So... In the oversimplification, it always comes down to love or fear. So clearly you're, you're afraid of something. And rather than need to figure it all out and get the answer right now, I'm just trying to be with it and to outwardly be accountable to myself as I work to commit to handling this energy in a different way. 
creating with this energy in a different way. Sharing this energy in a different way. All without being attached and with no expectations. Just genuinely, authentically, and in the raw moment of now, of of this now moment, sharing my own process with myself as I honestly struggle, but gently guide myself out of the struggling into a surrendering. And ultimately, a surrendering of faith, belief, and trust in the one. And the one is love. It all comes down to love. There is only love. So just surrendering to it. Just surrendering to it. And, you know, I, I did a little singing and da- little singing and a little dancing this morning. Have hardly done any singing or dancing in 2020. I think that needs to be changed almost immediately. And a big part of that in my little world has simply been because my speakers blew or my cord, my connecting cord for my primary speaker um, got to the point where I I could no longer, it, it broke to the point where I could no longer use the speaker. And I'm not, I'm not good with that, the technology. I'm not good with that stuff. And I really kind of want to take my setup, if you will, up a notch, you know, instead of just having that bass and the, the bar speaker, I kind of want to have a few more speakers and I just want to take the setup up a notch or two. And I'm finding it challenging to find somebody that can help me with that. Even when I'm offering to pay the few people from my farm community that I think have the skill set to help me. So I need to make that a priority here really, really soon. Music is essential. I don't think it's accidental that part of this insanity of the COVID and the shutdowns and, and everything that's going on and still playing out right now, the fact that they've taken away all these releases and fun releases for folks, whether it's, you know, events in general or, or music or clubs or restaurants. I mean, there's just not been a lot of light release options for folks literally this year because of what's been going on. So I'm hoping to also with this recording, again, be accountable to myself. Allison, you got to get some new speakers in here so that you can start moving the energy in at least that way. Um, Knowing what that has done for me and served me in the past is allowing myself to sing and dance and allow music to run through me. I never thought anything would move this vessel and my soul as much as sports did. And when I started playing around with the music 10 years ago, I, I, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe how much more I wanted to learn in terms of musical, being able to play more musical instruments. I wanted to become a better singer. I wanted to share music with others those desires are still present within me and they've been on the back burner for too many years. It's time to bring those to the front burner. 
um, I know. And I'm sick and tired of just saying the words of it like I have for, for months now. I need to find somebody in my world and get them to a store with me, pay them whatever I need to pay them, or, or just go to the store and talk to somebody there and do it that way. But it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always having and trying to include as many energy as, as possible. And, and I've asked one person at the farm, very specifically this guy to help me. And he said yes, multiple times, but um, following through is, is I think a struggle for a lot of us, not just myself. And I want to give him an opportunity to follow through. I want his energy as part of this setup. I don't want to just go to Best Buy and talk to some agent, you know, I, I don't want it to do it that way, but I got to get those speakers, new speakers in this house very soon. And if I have to settle to do it that way, then that is what I'll do. But the intention was to include somebody else. And um, like I said, the, the specific person I invited to help me with this and offering to pay him um, has not yet followed through. So he's got about another week and then I'm going to have to move on to the next option. So Yeah. I don't imagine that this recording will be of any value to anybody but me, and I'm not even sure to what degree it's going to be of any value to me. But I needed to, like I said, simply stop being, stop that fear energy. I, I, you know, that's the only thing I can, I can explain of why I would feel this mix of uncomfortableness that I do right now, if it wasn't afraid of something. Um, and I don't want to be afraid. I want to be living, following and being and living love all the time. And, um, it's still, you know, I, I still haven't attracted many out there in physical form yet that have been ready, willing, and or able to reflect back to me the frequency that the character of Allison is when she's in a self-loving place as opposed to a predominantly self-loathing place. And the latter, the self-loathing, characterized her for the good for a good part of her first thirty-eight years, you know. And and even once I became aware of what was going on, it has taken a lot of work to really begin to genuinely, through and through, have self-love for myself all the way through. And it's still very new to me less than five years old, I would say. And part of where I'm at right now and the hesitation and the fear is simply because I'm not even too familiar with the version of Allison that I desire to be, let alone, you know, what, what it looks like in others and, and what a life continues to look like that's co-created with these higher frequencies of love rather than a life that's out there being shared and co-created that contains so much fear energy. And we're at a point in the world where we can consciously choose 
how we're engaging and to what degree we're engaging in the version of fear versus the version of love. And I've said it before. I will continue to say it. I only want to be consciously co-creating in the world of love. I will continue to dance in the world that is still dominated by fear, the one that is still collapsing right now. And I don't know for how many more weeks, months, or years that that world is going to be collapsing. But until it's fully collapsed, it's almost as if we do have one foot in one world and one foot in the other. And although I can intellectually say that I believe I can live only in love, even within a paradigm of fear, um, I, I continue to um, really just be real and honest with myself about what that means to actually live that. And catching yourself in all the times where you really are allowing some aspect of fear. And it usually, for me, pertains to money. Um, pertains to money or the responsibility of this home, which is still something that feels uh, like a lot for me because it's more than what I need, but yet I know it was the right choice to make to own it versus to pay about the same and just rent. Um, but there's a lot of energy that still isn't fully at peace with being the sole owner of a home and as such incurring debt because that was something that never really made sense to me, not something I ever really wanted to do, have a home mortgage. Um, so I know that that is part of my uncomfortableness and what scares me, if you will, from that limited third dimensional way of looking at earth, um, that fear-based world, because it is not easy to manage this asset and to follow my dream. Um, not, not in any way, shape or form. And I really don't want it to be this hard. And so we're working on surrendering, surrendering to the love, trusting that all will be well, knowing that I can always put the for sale sign up and sell the home. So really there is absolutely nothing for me to fear. And I just want to let go again, like I did eight years ago. But it was so naive eight years ago, and now I know better, so I'm finding it hard to surrender that naively again, to, to be that childlike, if you will, in the energy where I really am, where that's, it's not a bad thing to surrender myself in that way. Last time I did it by completely kind of checking out of the other world and was fully focused in my world and, and that made it a little bit easier, but that's an extreme jump and I don't think that's needed again, which means I'm not supposed to quit all my work. I'm not supposed to quit the farm, especially because the farm, it does need me right now, you know, like it, it does need me. And so it's not the right choice to fully dive into only my world again, not right now. And so I have to keep my feet in sort of both of these worlds. And I just need to continue to work with making that more comfortable. It's not comfortable right now. Um, and I just need to be more comfortable. And it begins with releasing this energy and putting the pieces together in a different way. And that's my attempt with today's recording. 
So for what it's worth, that's the share for today. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk again soon.